Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. Thank you. 
you can't play defense all your little life. I know uh, we got the head coach of the Bentley football team, really, John Arthur. We're so excited about the fact he's taking over the helmet of Bentley football. But by the time many of you know, hey, I, 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 I know this is still a football job, so don't, don't, don't shout me down, right? In football, defense is the big part of it. Okay. I think you know it. Am I right, John? Okay. I thought I was right. Can you give me a call? In football, if you don't have a good offense, it's our defense. So we need defense. However, in the spiritual realm, you cannot play defense all the time. So God has commanded us to go on the offensive and to take territory and to destroy strongholds and to extend the boundaries of His kingdom. And you cannot do that if you are constantly and perpetually. Only play defense. So I want you to know some things. Uh, number six, I want you to know something, and, I, and I'm going to say this way on, on, on purpose here. I'm going to explain it. I want you to know that in the, in the text, whether you're reading the King or the message, like I read it to you, there is only one offensive weapon mentioned. Right? Okay. That offensive weapon that is mentioned. The only one is God's Word. Okay, I, I say it that way on purpose, but almost with a little bit of fear, because if, if you're not careful what we have done, is when we begin to declare the only offensive weapon that we have is the Word of God. It's almost like we have diminished or degraded the potency of that weapon. So I, I'm not scared to say it like that, because... I want to submit this day. The fact is, is that we have downplayed the word so much that we miss the truth that I get ready to drop on you. And that is this. We are only given one weapon because I knew it was the only weapon we would need. Y'all missed it. If you know him, I just want to tell you this morning that the reason that God only gives us one weapon and we try to downplay it and degrade it or we only have one weapon as if it's not strong enough to get the job done, God knew that His Word was powerful enough to accomplish. In fact, the Bible says that He is careful to watch over His Word to perform His Word. He's obligated to His Word. In other words, what I'm trying to convince you of this morning is this. We fail to grasp that this weapon that we have been given is a weapon of mass destruction. We need an incredibly powerful weapon. Paul says it's an invincible weapon. I take you back to Luke chapter 4. We mentioned it last week. You know this is the account of Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 is Jesus is out fasting and now he's hungry and tired. How many of you have ever fasted? How many of you know you get hungry and tired? And he gets hungry and he gets tired. And the enemy, as glad he is, as we talked about last week, is looking for an opportune moment. And he sees what he perceives as a weakness in Jesus. And he comes and he attacks Jesus. He goes on his offensive against Jesus. But Jesus didn't just always play defense. Jesus goes back on the offensive. Okay? Check this. I want you to see and understand 
talking about that. We're talking about Jesus We're talking about the guy that can, like, bring five loaves to the back and feed 5,000. We're talking about the guy that can turn water into wine. We're talking about, we're talking about the guy. Not little T, guy. Big T, guy, right? He's like the boss. Like, okay, well, that's what we're talking about. He has all kinds of options. The enemy is coming against him and tempting him. Jesus could have turned his crops into bread all by his little lonesome. He didn't need the bill of health. That was one option. The other option was, as tired as he was, he could have called a army of angels to come and take care of him, right? And yet, when the enemy comes against him and begins to attack him, Jesus goes on the offensive, not by turning stones into bread, doing miracles. He doesn't go on the offensive by calling out for angels to come and tend to him. He only does one thing. He whips out the word. He annihilates the devil with the word. He destroys the devil with the word. He turns the attack back with the word. He unseats what's in the word. And so, it amazes me that as Christians, we keep trying to find other weapons to turn to. This one gets tighter. This one gets more ugly than that. Too many of us who have grown up in this know about the word, and yet it still amazes me that, that when we begin to talk about spiritual warfare, we want all these other weapons to be. We want it. So we begin to talk about how we begin. Okay, listen, this is going to help the church, all right? So, so we need to do it like the Holy Spirit. But, but, but I, I, I believe what's submit to you that some of us change the tongues. The only reason we would change the tongues in the beginning is because we didn't really understand the power or, or the promise or anything else. We just wanted a prayer language that the devil couldn't understand. We know that because you don't use the power for anything else. We want secret sauces, and we want hidden recipes, and we will spend thousands of dollars chasing those that say they have them. Some of this is stuff. Mothers are great. And all the time, if we would just unseat and utilize the weapon that we have, we would destroy the enemy. I'm going to make a really bold statement as a Pentecostal preacher, all right? How about quit praying in tongues long enough to use the language that you have some ability with and actually quote the word? Because that is a language that the enemy can understand, but better yet, that it can't handle. You're trying to defeat him in tongues. Why don't you stop long enough to quote back to him? language that he's never been able to deal with as Jesus preached and begin to quote what God said to you. Okay. Okay. Start with that weapon and then finish him off with tongues. I know people that can pray in tongues all day. They're all who ask them anything about the word and they stuff with the rock. They don't know the devil. Okay. So quit changing the secret sauce. If you won't open the can of For the enemy that you already have access to. Listen, if you ever fail to remain in the enemy, 
that when the word begins to come out of us, there are two different groups of two different realities, completely different if you want to study that the, the first one is our nature. Jesus put this way, when we know the word and the word comes out of us, that the devil and the demons cannot because they cannot deny, they cannot reflect, they cannot handle the word, so they have to come to flee. At the mention of his word, What you need is a bigger target. 
were armed with a weapon designed to help you argue over whether or not to do a smoke on stage, or whether the walls should be white instead of gray. We are called. This is let me, let me just give a target. We're not. We haven't even been armed just to have good services, y'all. That's too small of a
we've got to wait. If you don't get in the Word today, I know you're going to get in the Word in June. So, so I hope you get some words on Sunday to indicate how you really feel this way and what you think that God really wants to do.
we watch our favorite TV show based on the video game. Before I spend time with my favorite music, this is what I need to do. Maybe start my day off. Maybe do my day together. Help me with the potential to know the weapons of the word. Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress.